0: one two three dad without a dad production
1: hey everybody and welcome to the dad without a dad podcast my name is annie griffiths uh this is a podcast about being a dad Two people on the opposite sides of the globe—one in the UK, one in Los Angeles, America—and uh, I'm Andy Griffiths. And with me, as ever, is Jose Zeruoka. So I'm doing the intro. This is fun.
0: I guess you're not used to it.
1: <laughs> what are you talking? About? I'm getting better. Getting better. Jose, how you doing? How's your week been?
0: I am from uh, Los Angeles in America. Is there yeah. another Los Angeles? Like
1: i bet you there probably is there, there's like i know there's i'm from portsmouth uk and there's like a million and one portsmouths this is everywhere so yeah no because we we colonize people well, colonize places oh, well you we guys used people to, as well back and in then the day.
0: and i don't know what happens that everybody just said you know what ah, enough is enough and you guys went from a worldwide empire to like an island
1: Yeah, we 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 deserved it. We had it coming. We 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 couldn't fight when we shouldn't have. And we did lots of terrible things in the past. But that's for a a different podcast (laughs) altogether. (laughs) Um uh so yeah. So what are we, Jose? We are two dads, we come from completely different backgrounds, completely different cultures, but we kind of share our experiences every week on this podcast or every couple of weeks whenever we've got time to record. Um and yeah, uh I think this podcast is like a living testament to you could be dads on different sides of the world. You can be dads from different backgrounds, but ultimately you kind of had shared experiences and were all really the same. Uh, so, yeah. Uh,
0: well, how many episodes are we on now? <laughs> that tells you how much you listen to a podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
1: I, I listen, I just, don't, I just don't... It all flows into one, right? Like, I just don't uh, keep track. Uh, uh, I think we're like hundred and...
0: I want to say we're a <laughs> hundred and something... <laughs> Are we not. Uh, <laughs> are we are like seventy eight or something. Uh, you went from like far to uh, ninety two, ninety two. <laughs> anyway, so um, so yeah, basically Andy and I met at E three and we've been friends since. Uh, he didn't have a dad for different reasons than I did, and we're just sharing with you guys uh, what it's to uh, be dads and didn't have, I guess. Somebody tells us, hey, this is how it goes and everything. So we're just sharing with you guys what we do, not only as dads, but as humans, Um, meaning uh, Andy. It's uh, his own person, and he's been in the uh, gaming industry for 17 years. I've been into the entertainment business for about 17, and we just put everything together and make a podcast interesting, not only for you, but for us. I mean, we like doing this. Um, But this podcast today, we're going to be talking about two different things that it kinda happen Uh, It's been happening here in my house. Andy's going to talk about a little bit of uh, his gaming experiences. And then um, if he's not frozen, because as we do, uh, you know, everything through meat now, because um, I don't know if he's still frozen. Can you hear me?
1: Yeah, I can hear hear. you. See, he was a
0: little frozen. Uh, We get technical uh, difficulties, issues once in a while. That's because they're watching Netflix upstairs in Andy's room. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, yeah. And, you know, once in a while, we just share personal experiences and everything. And once in a while, I just, you know, do nice things. Thank you, Jose! (laughs) (laughs) So, okay, so first of all, I just got to say that uh, I am from Guatemala, live in the United States. I have an accent, and, you know, uh, uh, Andy lives in England. And every time, you know, you listen to somebody from England, depending... and. I've been doing this for two years with... Three years with Andy. And we have had a lot of guests from uh, his side of town. And we realized that there's so many different accents. Like Paul had a different one. Uh, Joe has a different one. So everybody has different accents. And I think I heard your wife one time. And she had a different (laughs) one. But I don't think I ever heard anybody said my name the way your son did it. And I think... (laughs) I've been replaying his sound bites over and over and over and over again because it's the cutest is the best thing ever. People had called me josie, Jose, Jose B, the short guy, the you know weird dude, the white do you have this, and everything, but nobody has ever done it as good as your son has your party. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god like i think this is the best thank you Hershey. so for not only because you know like i had to explain to my son uh well he's english so he has to have an accent in you know english accent which, you, you know, I think we have an American accent and you guys should just be English anyways because it's your language. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um But I don't know why we call it English accent. It should just be English. Um, anyways, um, but I don't think I ever heard a little tiny cute baby say my name and the way he says it. And then, so basically what happened is like um, I did some uh, uh, detective work and I called... Um, Andy's uh, sister who owns a beautiful uh, a shop for pets uh, where you could go and visit and say hi. And uh, she gave me Andy's um, address. I think I had it, but somehow I didn't have it. And then uh, I sent his son uh, uh, a gift because Andy always is sending, you know, cool things to my house. So I decided to send Andy a book to his son and a fire truck because he told me um, that he liked fire trucks. And then... Yep. He, I had to, like, subscribe to Amazon UK Prime membership, even though I have Prime here, which was weird. Anyways, but... And then he said, thank you, but you sent me a video with your son saying thank you. And when he said my name, I flipped. I was like, this is the <laughs> best. And then I ha- I had to tell uh, Andy. I was like, Andy, he has to say my name again so I could have the soundbite because I'm an audio guy. And... You were having trouble and everything. And the best is like, <laughs> he just got mad one time. And he's just like, thank you, Hershey <laughs> He's like, God <laughs> damn it. Just let me play with my truck. And it's funny because you sent me a video and he, you hadn't even opened the truck from the package. Yep. So he was just mad. He's like, Jesus. Thank you, Hershey <laughs> There you go. <laughs> you too, leave me alone with my truck.
1: So that was the third take. So we, we, we have him home like eat at nursery a few days a week and basically the other times obviously we have him home which is amazing um and this care package this beautiful care package turned up from amazon I said to my wife like did you order anything she's like no it's like i didn't order anything It's like okay so what is it and then obviously we open it up lovely note from you uh which is brilliant and then obviously fire truck and an amazing book um called uh good night la uh where i've got the good night seattle one already so that was really cool and uh, we enjoyed reading that we've read that a few times for for bedtime so that's good um and basically he was he just wanted to play with the truck like he, he didn't care he just wanted to play with the truck whereas i was super excited to get something and be like oh my god i need to capture this audio uh and that is like a typical three-year-old activity right there that is i'll do it but I will say F you while I do it without really saying F you. And that's totally what he did. Um, but yeah, it, it was a really touching moment. So thank you, man. I really appreciate that. And then my son's still playing with it as well, which is amazing. So
0: yeah. Yeah. He, you tell me, and then, uh, I was just gonna send clothes. And then I said, nah, this is, this is stupid. I know what a kid wants. And then, um, I went to my son's room and then just to get ideas. And then I remember that you said he liked fire trucks. so I'm like, all right, let me get him fire truck, and um and then I'm like, I should get him a book because I'm always saying you should read, blah blah blah, and I was thinking what's a good book for all ages at the moment, yeah, uh, and then uh, um so I remember seeing the Good Night books and I said perfect, uh, he's at the age where he kind of sees it, you know, he's kind of seeing words and he's kind of seeing pictures, so this one is perfect. I don't have the Good Night LA, but I have, uh, as you guys know, um, I travel the country with a marketing company as an MC for Pride events, so I've been to 44 states and stuff like that, so I usually not only collect um, the magnets for each state I've been, I started collecting those books, which is Good Night Seattle, you have, well, I didn't know you had that one, I have Good Night Seattle, Good Night Florida, Good Night Chicago, and th- I have like 10 books, and then, because um, I started collecting them kind of late. And nice. so I uh, I went to Amazon first. I went to Amazon and then I couldn't send it to you, of course. And then um, I remember seeing because I have a book, by the way, this is how this podcast started. And then um, I remember that you guys buy my book uh, in the UK. And if anybody's looking for my book and help out this podcast, it's called How to be a dad without a dad. And then so I went in there. I logged in with my account. It went through and I was like, perfect. And then, uh, I I get the it tells you the rate because your the pound is more expensive than than the, the yeah. dollar and stuff like that and uh, so I was like all right and I started getting the 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 the, the gifts and then it's funny because then I see the shipping it was going to be twice as much of what I'm actually buying as in like. Let's say the 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 whole gift was ten dollars. It was gonna cost me twenty dollars to ship it, and then I'm like, what? And then I couldn't understand it. And then I realized it had my my address, so I was basically buying stuff from England, shipping it to myself. And then I finally put the the Andy's address, and then it gave me the the option where like, do you want to subscribe to Prime for free for thirty days, and you'll get it tomorrow and for free like it does here with my prime membership and i being a prime membership and an amazon stockholder for a long time and by the way i kind of got offended because i'm like should i get prime over there too whatever so i got prime and that's how it happened so there you go because you being so nice and then uh, i had to i know where you live now
1: that's that's good that's always good to know um i think that uh we like as you know, Jose, like having a a kid at home constantly all the time that you need to entertain is really blimmin' difficult. Uh, so getting anything in the mail that keeps them entertained is absolutely amazing. Uh, so yeah, you you provided at least four hours, five hours worth of entertainment. So I really, really appreciated that. And an otherwise quite dull Friday. So yeah, I really uh, appreciate
0: it, man. And I'm st- I'm still uh, amazed how like you and I are so alike, but so different too. Yeah. Like how you just opened the package like all right let's open it fuck it right like (laughs) and then I don't know um if if we ever talked about this but but, wow so when you and I met I helped you out promote the game you were promoting in the United States without me knowing who you are I just saw two guys who nobody was playing their game and I decided to help (laughs) them out and brought people to play their game so um I think um I forgot how it happened uh But I gave you my address because I trusted you or somehow I usually don't do that. I don't I really don't. I'm very private when it comes to everything. And I don't know how I think you were going. Oh, yeah. So you had those little flash drives and you told me you were going to send me some because flash drives. We all need flash drives. So I think you were you said you were going to send me some. And then months passed by. I didn't get anything. And then I remember getting home one time and. I got a note saying um, uh, FedEx was here, and we're going to attempt to come back again because we have something that you need to be present, and you need to sign it. And I'm thinking, I didn't order anything. Uh, What is this? And uh, I think two days later, somebody knocked on my door, and it gave me uh, a package, and the guy's like, you need to uh, show me your ID, And you need to sign this. And I was like, what? Show my ID. I'm like, yeah, here you go. And then he's like, all right, you need to sign this. And then he's like, it's heavy. Here you go. And then I grabbed it and I'm thinking, what the hell? And it said, Jose Radio. So I'm thinking, all right, somebody knows that I work in radio, but everybody. And then I left the package there. And then I'm thinking, should I open it? And I'm like, I opened it. And it was this. A suitcase, a little, like, one of those, like, like either you have a bomb in there or you have uh, $1 million in cash. And then I'm thinking, holy shit, somebody's after me. Somebody <laughs> sent me a bomb and I'm going to die today. And then, or I'm going to be really rich. And uh, there was nobody home. And I sat there thinking, should I open this for, like, I think half an hour and thinking, how am I going to die and why people don't like me? And this is like the end of me, but okay, curiosity. I'm like, all right. And then you had to put a code because it had like a little things where you put the code and then I open it. And then I, um, I didn't see the note. I open it and then it's beer. And I'm like beer. What the, and it's very expensive beer. And then I look around and there's a note and it says, hey thanks for helping us out this is Andy and uh, you know you made the trip better and blah 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 and I'm like Andy and I was like and then it clicked I was like oh shit and then so that's the difference between you and I you <laughs> just went we got free shit hell yeah open it and see what it's inside yeah. me it took me half an hour of thinking I'm going to die how am I going to die who's send me, sending me a bomb and everything like that so that's the difference between you I
1: so, I think so. So, on my side, the reason I mean, it's, it was generous of me to do that, right? Um, but there's a few things. So, one, it was me, my first game I've ever taken to E3, pretty much, uh, where like it was my game. Like, it wasn't 100% my game, but it, I, I like drove a lot of that game's communication strategy and everything like that. So it was a big thing for you to help us. Um Two, I was there with a guy named Louis who was like a junior producer. He's like, he's never going to listen to this. I'm not going to use his second name, but like he's a guy that's scared of his own shadow. Like he's, and, and was terrified of flying, didn't really know what he was doing. And um you, Jose, were a great example of how to act in public and help people play your game, right? And we were like, you know, 26 year old somethings i must have been older than that i was definitely over 30 but yeah i felt like 22 like doing something for the first time um so was quite scary so you helping us out there was really good um i think the other thing as well is that uh you and me started talking we started swapping whatsapp things and you were really really nice right you uh invited me to your to the radio station to meet a a, to meet a a dj dude or meet a, a rock star guy do you remember that
0: and it was like he signed a book saying something like,
1: "Oh something no, well
0: this is this is after uh, we had yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Jonesy from. So because I work in radio for many years, and then when I was working at this radio station, Jonesy from the Sex Pistols, bam, somebody bam, bam. it's he's like royalty where you come from. Uh, the yeah. Sex Pistols is like they started punk, and I was lucky enough to work in a station where I he used to work there, and this guy's pretty cool, and we used to, he used to call me, hey Shorty, I was like, hey, what's up Jonesy and then, so we used to just exchange stuff and then, when he got his book I actually got it, and then um, uh, I realized, I'm like, this should be something really you know, nice for somebody to have in England Um, one of England's idol signed the book that he wrote to Andy, so I, I bought the book and I made him sign it to you And the same thing happened. I told him like, Oh, this is my friend from England and then he's and then I said he lives in Portsmouth and then he's like, No no, (laughs) that's not how you said it. You said Portsmouth (laughs) and I'm I'm still saying it bad, but he corrected me like you guys do all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Look, I just know he lives in and you know where it is and so just for you and then he signed it. But yeah, so yeah, we met at E three and then but you sent me that beer and it was funny because um we just met like We're just talking. I never tell you my whole story. I just told you like I was a dad, and then you actually told me you were going to become a dad, and that's how we met. But I never told you, hey, I quit drinking a long time ago because I became an alcoholic. (laughs) And then um, I was like, man, this beer is so expensive. Came in a suitcase that looked like a million dollars, and it had like all these nice beers, uh, a bottle opener, and everything. I gave it to my brother, and he has the suitcase still. And then, um, um. And then I'm like, by the way, I don't drink. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) So I I remember that vividly because I was like, oh, shit, I can, I I I. But then in my mind, I was like, well, at least I haven't made you like relapse, right? Like that'd be way way worse. Um. So yeah, it's it's. I'm I'm glad it's a good story. I'm glad your brother's got it. I'm glad he enjoyed it. I'm sure they probably have like a non-alcoholic version at some point, or you know. There's some good alcoholic, non-alcoholic beer from Hairless Dog uh, that I'm sure could help us out with that. If they did suitcases, that'd be cool.
0: Well, I was going to save this one until we uh, we t- uh, had that amazing uh, joke from Andy. But since we're talking about beers, uh, I just opened one of my... I actually... Because every month I get beer, right? And then uh, I was telling them, I'm like, Hey, because um, I drink your beer really fast because it's so good. Can you send me more? <laughs> <laughs> and I told them, i was like, I'll promise you I'll open one every time I do a podcast. It's not like they listen, but, you know, I just wanted more beer because they sent delicious beer and I like to drink their beer. So I was like, can you guys, because um, they were like, oh, you know, thanks for everybody who has used my code, by the way. I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I actually didn't expect to have as much sales I had as I had in the first month. And I have I use the I use my code for uh, uh, my beer products and I get at least once in a while, but I didn't expect this much in one month. And I hope (laughs) it continues because I'm pretty sure it's going to be like from the top to the bottom. But since they were like, "Oh, you've been doing so good," and it's funny because I never thought that it was going to be a big hit i i knew there were some good people out there supporting the podcast and i know this beer is really good because i try it i've been drinking it for a long time and i didn't expect to have two people to use my code so much but it's funny because they they have other influencers this is the first time somebody ever called me influencer and i still feel weird and i don't want anybody calling me influencer because this is so weird (laughs) But um, because I I started using Instagram too to promote the the beard, right? And then I see their their Instagram and I see their other influencers, and these are like chicks dancing next to the beer, and pretty chicks, right? Like typical Instagram stuff, right? And then yep. they post like TikTok things of chicks dancing and just holding the beer and saying "Go get it." Let's just say. That will sell more than me saying, hey, go use my code, right? Like, that's what Instagram is for. So I was like, oh, man, I'm not going to have sales. This sucks. I'm not going to have my beer anymore. <laughs> and then and then, but it turned out that all of you guys have been using my, my code. So thank you very much. So they asked me, hey, we want to send you a sweater um, because you've been doing so good. And then I put, well, how about instead of sending me a sweater, You send me uh, a little bit more beer and then so I could open a beer per podcast and I'll talk about the beer. And they were like, yeah, whatever you want. And I was like, yes. So thanks to all of you guys. I have more beer and I'm opening this wonderful hairless dog brewing uh, beer, which is a non-alcoholic. It's a true non-alcoholic craft beer. It's a black ale. Let me see. It's actually pretty good. Mm, I don't know how. I couldn't even wait. So go check it out. <laughs> uh, drink Hairless. Drink Hairless. That is drinkhairless.com. And use my code, Delaroca D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A. And thanks to everybody who has used my code, has gone to drinkhairless.com. Because thanks to you, not only you're helping this podcast, but you're helping me uh, drink this amazing, pretty cool beer. Not like Andy, you sent me real beer. No,
1: that was bad. That was bad. But like I said, glad you didn't relapse. Glad somebody enjoyed it. Uh, that is, like, yeah. this is the most, that is typical me though, right? Like I do, so I try and do something nice and accidentally end up causing a, you know, a moral crisis. I don't want to do that all the time.
0: Are you kidding me? You have done one of the best things ever. Thank you, yeah. Hoshi! <laughs> <laughs> are you ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Uh. Are you ready? hey. Are you ready for
1: this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break. Are you um. ready? Hey, are you ready for this? Are you hanging on the edge of your seat? I need a break uh. Out of the doorway, the bullets rip. Repeat to the sound of the beat.
0: We have a little segment called Andy's Jokes. And the way that this segment works is that Andy tells us the best joke you will hear all month long and yep. it's up to you to decide whether it's good or not and you can send us an email hello at josedelarroca.com and tell us whether the joke is good or bad also if you want to send a, um, a joke to Andy or be part of the podcast you can send us an email hello at josedelarroca.com and this segment is brought to you by Silver Industries Sober Industries is the leading provider of clown customs <laughs> based in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania and one day I will tell the whole story about this because it's pretty funny but ladies and gentlemen all the way from England here's Andy with the best joke you will hear don't even talk about Super Bowl talk about jokes forget the Super Bowl this joke that Andy is going to tell you at the moment is going to be better than the Super Bowl so here we go here's Andy with Andy's jokes
1: So they tried to book me for the halftime show at the Super Bowl, but uh, I couldn't do it because I was doing this podcast. So this is pretty important. It's a pretty big one. One joke this week. Uh, This one comes from, uh, essentially, I didn't make it up. Uh, I I saw it on the internet. Okay. Why do I feel healthy on Saturdays and Sundays, but so sickly for all the other days?
0: Let me think about it. Say it again.
1: Why do I feel healthy on Saturdays and Sundays and so sickly for all the other days?
0: Oh, I can't stomp it. Uh, I don't know, Andy. Why?
1: Uh, I have a weekend immune system. <sighs>
0: Told you, man. Halftime show. It's all, <sighs> it's all good. You know what? This great joke needs great, amazing beer. I feel like I'm going to choke one day and sp- spill it all <laughs> over. This, I thought it almost made you do a spit
1: take then. Yeah, which would have made my evening, but he didn't. So it's all good. It's all good.
0: This is my first time trying to introduce a uh, uh, beer and a sponsor in the podcast. How's it going, Adam? <laughs> Adam told me you should not just put the commercial. You should just talk about the the um, your sponsors during the podcast. And I'm like, ah, I don't think I'm good at that. So let me know how I'm doing. <laughs> Hey, tamales are here. Anyways, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but we'll be talking about really, really good, important things. uh, Talking about parenthood in a little bit. But first of all, we have the wonderful, the man, the guy who called himself a gamer. Uh, He has been in the industry for 17 years. And today we brought him here at the Dad Without a Dad podcast to tell us all about the brand new games what the industry is doing, and what you should be playing this afternoon or this weekend, whether you have a weakened immune system or not. (laughs) So here's Andy to tell us more about all his industry and the latest news and the latest trends and the latest games you should be playing. Andy, take it out. (laughs) (laughs) So
1: usually Jose just, like, springs this on me, right? So I never have time to prepare. So some of the episodes we do it, some of the episodes we don't. So it's like rolling off the tongue stuff but this week <laughs> i've actually got time to prepare and i actually had to think about it so i'm not going to talk about trends i'm going to talk about recent news i uh so essentially ea and bioware announced that they are doing a remaster of the mass effect trilogy and it's going to be out on the new console so xbox series x and playstation 5 this I think it's March, I think, or or maybe April. Uh, It's one of those two months. Uh, But essentially, it's a complete remaster of the whole series. What game again? Uh, Mass Effect. So Mass Effect. So there's uh, Mass Effect 1, 2, and 3 all together. It's kind of the original trilogy. It uh, stars Commander Shepard, who you design pretty much yourself, male or female. Like, this game came out in 2007 originally, um, but it was massively, uh, like, influential, has inspired a whole generation of developers, a whole generation of journalists. So for it to like be remastered and come out this year is really, really important. Um, it essentially bundles the whole trilogy together. You've got some amazing content, brilliant storytelling. Uh, it's kind of if you've got a sci-fi itch or a RPG where you actually want to talk to people and the dialogue be well-written uh, and alien characters not seem like extras from Star Trek, like their own individual like entities that are genuinely innovative um mass effect is awesome uh the reason why it's important to me is that so i played it when i on the xbox 360 first game was kind of a microsoft published thing it was exclusive to the 360 and that was kind of my first console that i got absolutely obsessed by um and it's just a brilliant brilliant game like space opera at its finest like I would even say it rivals like Star Wars, Star Trek. It's absolutely brilliant. It's phenomenal. Um, And the fact that they're remastering it, they're not just doing a re-release. They're doing a full remaster, like taking the first game, updating the textures, removing some of the more odd choices uh, and the more annoying gameplay elements uh, is really, really fascinating to me. And to see this kind of like uh the games industry looking back at like a classic and i know it's from 2007 right so it doesn't to someone who's as old as me and jose 2007 is not like a crazy long time ago but in the gaming world it really is right um so yeah to see developers go back and actually remaster things properly do things properly and and bring something out is really really good to see so yeah uh the reason i wanted to bring it up this week is just that they have announced loads more details about it uh, as an embargo dropped earlier this week on basically every single gaming website that counts. So if you want to know more about it, definitely just Google Mass Effect, read about the remaster. It's a great opportunity to get involved with uh, a gaming
0: series that I just think is phenomenal. So, yeah. Uh, so first of all, uh, it's funny because you, you're in the business. You, that's your whole career, interest, hobby, uh, which is amazing. It's I was just talking about uh, one of the best things a kid can have is knowing exactly what they want to be in the future right and even Mm. though you didn't say i'm going to be a journalist or a pr guy for gaming you you were already in the industry when you were little so this is amazing but since i'm in the other side what's rpg
1: so an rpg is a role playing game so traditionally Ah. with role playing games you you create a character and you occupy a universe that's already kind of set um, but you assume a role, which is the role in role-playing game, and uh, essentially you can decide how things pan out. So versus like a traditional, let's say a traditional game or a story-based game or a first-person shooter or whatever, um, your, your trajectory set, your plot is set, you're going to play levels in an order, uh, and then that's kind of it. Um, and the story's there, you don't really have much choice. Whereas in an RPG, it's usually an open world it usually gives you an opportunity to go wherever you want interact with characters in any way that you see fit uh kill characters uh, have sex with characters do whatever um is really really all encompassing so uh yeah uh i they're my personal favorite i love playing rpgs
0: oh i'm so with having sex with characters because <laughs> that's what people do with me <laughs> I... <laughs> so weird um so let me ask you this, like, um, cause just, I get bored, and this is, mm. I've seen this with uh with uh, my nephew how he could um stay with the game for a long time, and that's probably you as well. Um, and uh, do you think by now people our age should know what RPG means? Like, am I in am I in the little tiny like outside the bubble where like? you should know what RPG means. I mean, I just want to see my demographic because basically for what, so my my community, right? Meaning my, yeah. you, my friends and uh, who I involve, my family. I feel like 95% of them will know what RPG means, except me, right? And then like the other thing is that gamers are into, you know, like going into a story and talking to characters, and you said uh, good writing. Yep. Whenever I st- whenever I play Dragon Ball, and that little guy goes and talks to somebody, and there's letters, I am uh, bored. Like like uh, like, so I can't play something where I had to talk to somebody. I just can't. It's just like so, uh, this-
1: so. I would say like so the on the Dragon Ball front, especially for Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Like it's you know, you're not really there to see the characters talk to each other. You're there to see, like, Goku knock the snot out of someone or whatever, right? And see the super fancy moves. So I think the reason why I say the writing is good is because it draws you in. So the Mass Effect, the way that it starts, is that you're... so I kind of spoil it a little bit? I don't really want to... I'm not going to spoil anything after, like, the first hour, because it's like a 30-hour kind of epic, the first game, right? And essentially, the way it works is that Humanity's discovered these these things called mass effect gates, and essentially what it does is it connects them to all other areas of the galaxy. And you meet all these different um, uh, different species, travel to all these different planets, uh, and they all reside in a place called the Council uh, on the Citadel. And the 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 it's called the Citadel, and the Council sits on the Citadel. And essentially, uh, you are the first human to be a uh, a spectre. And Spectre is kind of like the super cop of the galaxy, if you like. So you have to figure out, um, uh, investigate threats, uh, and the kind of the game kicks off from there. So it's a little bit of a power fantasy type game. You know, you're you're given all this freedom and all this flexibility, and you kind of have to. You have a lot on your shoulders as well, right? Because you're representing humanity. So. I think it's a good writing in a game always starts out with a really good premise um, and needs to feel relatively unique. Like, you know, in Dragon Ball Z, it's just one muscular dude talking to another muscular dude, right, that might look a little bit different. Um, Whereas, you know, in in Mass Effect, like every non-player character and PC that you talk to has their own motivations uh, they've got their own ulterior motives a lot of the time. And when you talk to them, those kind of come out. So you get more information about that character as you go. You also have um, like little codexes uh, that kind of pop up in the in the UI that kind of tell you more about the characters, like a little bit of a backstory. So there'll be like, I don't know, 200 words, 300 words or whatever. And that kind of frames the character. It frames who you're talking to and why and what what they want out of it. Um, so yeah, I think that's another thing about RPGs that I absolutely love is, is the there's there's skin deep kind of uh understanding that you can grasp but there's also like this deeper layer that that's always kind of bubbling underneath that's always really fascinating um so yeah uh, i like bioware are just absolute master storytellers they're they're amazing they're such a driving force in the games industry that's kind of waned over recent years but they're still um they're still knock around they're still producing interesting stuff so to see them go back to a game that kind of made them mainstream popular is a uh, is really really cool. Uh, so yeah. yeah, and I,
0: I see my nephew, my older nephew, my younger nephew. I I saw that role playing and interacting with characters in Zelda because he will play Zelda all the time, and he had yeah. to go through different wor- uh, worlds and search for things. I'm just, I guess, either because of who I am and how my anxiety is and everything, I just like to play like. I'm going to kick your ass games or, yeah. or FIFA or, or uh, or you know... Basically, those are my games, right? Or racing now that we're playing Mario yeah. Kart and Hotshot Racing all the time. Uh, which you and I should play one day. Um, but, but I do see it. I mean, because I've been getting into the, the gaming industry because of you, my nephews, friends and everything. I mean, I see that how how big those games are i mean they're huge like he just asked me to and thankfully he just uh i waited until christmas and he's like oh the game that you were going to get me if you get it today he told me uh it's um plus like 40 percent off he wanted the uh, final fantasy the remake uh nice. uh and that's one of those rpgs right RPGs, yeah. and yeah. i got it for like 40 bucks and it was going to be like 70 dollars so I see that a lot in my and I uh, on my nephews and you. I'm pretty sure Will, uh, Joe, everybody, my friend over there. Um, so it's very huge. But uh, so do you think I'm in the little percentage uh, of of the big bubble of our genre of of you and me? So for example, a male, thirty to say twenty five to thirty eight years. Do you think? Yeah. Uh, uh, they all know what RPG is and what they play, uh, Call of Duty at least or something?
1: So definitely not. I think it is like the more that you learn about games, the more you kind of get to understand the different terminology that gets thrown around. Like, um, So yeah, I, I don't think you'd be in the minority for not knowing, man. I think you'd probably be in the majority, but I think that's kind of, that is a thing that stops gaming the kind of becoming a mainstream thing. I mean, it's getting more mainstream all, at all, all the time you know uh but you still have strange pockets that don't quite lump uh, leap into the mainstream like mass effect is a great example of that right because it's got all the elements of being an amazing sci-fi franchise but it never really transcended games to be honest um and that's because there wasn't a movie made about it there wasn't a, a netflix tv series or a disney plus tv series or whatever um but this maybe is its opportunity but i if i'm, I'm 100% honest with you i think the in, uh, mass effect is like the best sci-fi franchise i've ever dealt with i think in terms of interaction um like star wars yeah i love star wars grew up with star wars but there are things in star wars that kind of absolutely just frustrate me and are really really odd and slightly annoying whereas mass effect is you know it just i don't have that um uh so yeah i I, the other thing i wanted to say is like on the gaming front and on the gaming habits front like when you're a dad you have to be really like you can't really commit to something that takes like a hundred hours to play right because honestly when you're a dad you've got maybe an hour a day and if you're playing something that's quite slow paced i mean how enjoyable is that hour going to be um so that's why i think you you know you you gravitate towards the mario Kart, the 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 dragon ball fighter z and all that stuff because it's it's instant gratification which is kind of what you need it's the same reason why i play rocket league right but i think if you played rocket league all the time or those types of games all the time you kind of they become a part of your relaxation habit rather than necessarily something that that challenges you in terms of how you thought how you think or giving you any element of escapism so Yeah, I think for me, I'm always constantly on that barrier of like, you know, the the, the baby's just gone to bed or son's just gone to bed. Me and my wife are tired. We've just watched some Netflix together or some TV together. And then I'm like, right, okay, my wife's asleep. I've got like an hour and a half. I could either play a shooter, which, you know, uh, is fine and enjoyable, uh, but it isn't necessarily intellectually stimulating. Or I could play Rocket League and get you know pissed off at eight-year-old kids beating me <laughs> or i could get you know transported to a space rpg where i'm like the center of the universe and everyone's humanity's hopes are pinned on my shoulders and i'm kind of thinking about right okay on this mission i'm on this planet i need to decide whether i trust this volus or i trust this asaran whatever do you know what i mean like it's i think for me that escapism like, I can't have it all the time, right? Like, gaming's like a balanced diet. You can't have pizza all the time because you get sick of pizza. Like, gaming's the same thing. You you, you can't have... Uh, <laughs> you can't, you're shaking your head. You can definitely get tired of pizza. Um, you can't just play the same things all the time uh, because if you do, you, you get bored of them. So variety is, is, is what it's all about.
0: And that goes with what I always told you, how I wanted to... When I used to work at uh, later at night in the normal life, before uh look it went we went through 45 minutes without you know saying something about what's happening around us it's funny which is good (laughs) Eh, to us Uh, but when i used to work super late uh and come home super late i just wanted to come home turn on uh, uh the xbox uh that i had play fifa and beat real madrid like 10 to 0 and feel happy and go to sleep, right? That's one of the reasons I never play online. Because, like you said, I didn't want to get beaten by an 8-year-old, uh, you know, you know that chose Real Madrid and I'm getting beat like 25-0 with Barcelona. No, that's all I want. I wanted to play FIFA and beat Real Madrid like 10-0, feel a little bit better, and then relax and then go to sleep when, you know, yeah. at 4 in the morning or something. And since we're talking about... um. Games, uh, something I just discovered right now. Like, we were playing, uh, oh, my son was watching TV since we do everything through our uh, PS4. I saw that they were having like um hits 60% off or something. So, if it's still going, if you're listening to this, go check it out because FIFA 21 is like 75% off and it's you could have FIFA 21 for 20 bucks at the moment. So, nice, nice. So, um, it's funny because I'm actually going to ask my nephews if they played that game. So um, before we finish this segment, uh, once again,
1: Uh, yes. So it's a Mass Effect Remaster Collection. It's one, two, and three all together. Giant space epic, like easily ninety hours worth of content. It's going to be sold for like what? Let's say sixty nine ninety nine dollars. Probably forty nine pounds, ninety nine pounds in the UK. Um, I don't work with EA. I don't work with Bioware. Uh, this is a legitimate recommendation like i've got no 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 skin in this game so yeah uh for me it was one of my formulative games uh 100 that i that i ever played uh and i've gone back to it played it replayed it multiple times still brilliant still good so yeah check it out
0: when you say remake this is how stupid i am too does that mean they use new technology to redo the uh the old game
1: Yeah, so there's two types of remasters. So there's remasters that are like, you know, uh, let's say it was a game that came out on the PS3 and they're like, hey, HD 1080p existed then uh, in terms of resolution, but we're going to whack it up to 4K and you can play it at 60 frames per second. So there's those sorts of games. Uh, and then there are other remasters where they actually go in and change the gameplay. They address fan feedback, they address issues with the game that the developers wanted to fix. Um, and Mass Effect uh, is, is a full-on remaster, so they've gone back and fixed things that bugged them. So examples of that would be, you know, this game came out in 2007, right? Uh, and there were some gratuitous bum shots of a character called Miranda in the game. Uh, they've taken those out, because they're no longer appropriate. Um, other things you could easily make your character look really really dumb um in <laughs> the character creator so they've made that a little bit easier um lens flare there's lens you know this is like 2007 height of jj abrahams taken over the world right so there's lens flare absolutely everywhere they've readdressed that a little bit as well that's just like three things off the top of my head but um yeah it's 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 that form of remaster they've kind of gone in and, and fixed a lot uh and they've packaged all the DLC together as well, which is makes it a really good bargain.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. What's up, guys? Jose de la Roca here, and I'm happy to announce that I have partnered up with Live Bearded to share with you all the amazing products that make my beard feel and look this good. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code de la Roca to get 10% off your order. Go check those guys out because they're amazing bearded guys just like I am and they only have one mission, for the beard men to look, feel, and be their best. So go check them out online at livebearded.com and use my promo code DELAROCA to get 10% off your order. That is DELAROCA. D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A. Uh, well, I guess we should talk about uh parenting. Absolutely. Oh, I had a... I had it low. Hold on, he deserves a better. Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about it because uh, uh, when when I start putting your 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 sound bites, because you know, like the intro has my son when he was little, but now the intro has your son and my son. So there you go. So this nice. is even more special for all of us. Uh, so uh, I asked Andy, "What should we talk about?" Uh, and then he asked me, and then. I didn't know how to word this, so I kind of went and I asked the Englishman. I'm like, so how should I bring this up? And we couldn't come up with uh, how to bring it up, but so I said, let me just bring it. So I wanted to talk about when it comes to, I guess, like uh, danger or not danger, but exactly. That's how, you know, I don't know how to talk about. So basically, um, we are in a pandemic and unfortunately we're all going through it and some people are super uh uh they don't care and some people are like me that don't even want to go and throw the trash to because oh and i wear masks all the time and even my landlord who i just moved saw me without my mask because i was on my balcony and she said that that was the first time she ever seen my face in the six months that i've been here uh so that's how how crazy we are and we are very i'm very crazy My girlfriend probably already had it with me, but it is what it is. And if you want to know more about it, listen to the other podcast. But so my son's here all the time and we play. uh, We're active. And uh, even though sometimes I had to tell him, go entertain yourself so many times. So lately he's been getting hurt a lot. I think I talked uh, in the past podcast that unfortunately he decided to hold the the (laughs) the curling iron and that happened in Christmas um he's we have a brand new apart. we live in a brand new apartment and it's that fake floor so it's very slippery he has been falling down out of nowhere like i don't know where like i could be he could be just there and i could just be like on the computer working and then i just hear boom and then he falls and then uh, a couple days ago he was hiding uh, from his mom and Somehow he fell and hit his lip and cut it open. And like yesterday, we were playing this game that I made up, uh, where we put the Avengers on the floor and we throw them. We throw balls and depending, and I put three three pinpoints where we could choose where we throw the ball. And each pinpoint has either one point, five points, and ten points. And then we throw the balls, and then whoever wins, he wins all the time. I don't know how, Um <laughs> but. So he threw the ball and he hit three Avengers. So that was 30 points because he was all the way in the back. And then he was happy. So he literally made that expression when you lift your arms and bring it down. He You say yes. But he was close to the edge of something. And he didn't notice where he was. And then he hit himself. And he starts crying. Like... Yeah. So when that happens, when he h- hits himself like that. When uh, he falls just by walking. Or... Even worse, if he gets hurt for something that I've been telling him to be careful, pay attention, don't do this, and he gets hurt, I don't care. I'm like, okay, sh- sh- all done. Like, relax. It's it's okay. I'm 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 like whatever. I am like, breathe, breathe, breathe. I'm. Why are you crying? I already told you. No, so I'm very like. N- n- I'm not like. Uh, are you okay? No. I'm like you know it's going to happen you had to get up don't cry don't cry like you're a, i don't want to say that you're a man thing right because it's such a cliche yeah. shit to do but you know i always tell him that whenever he is going to be playing later on uh, outside or he goes to school things like that is going to happen he has to i guess man up and and get up and you know let it go don't think about it breathe and everything so i'm very like mm, manish or Macho-ish for that, right? But when it comes to like, if he gets a fever, I'm like freaking out. I'm like, ah, what is happening? No! He starts coughing. I turn around. And I'm like, are you, okay? are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay? Do you need water? Do you need tea? What do you want to do? Are you okay? <laughs> are you okay? Or if he like, he, he he says like, I feel hot. I'm like, are you okay? Do you need to? Do we need to call the doctor? I'm like, are you so? it's been happening that and i don't know if if it's a thing we do am i in the right situation am i exaggerating both ways should it be am i crazy well i know i'm crazy but i don't know if you're experiencing the same thing or am i too weird what's your thought
1: so i definitely can relate to the whole uh falling down and just being like hey you're okay no you're okay don't worry everything's all right like because ultimately if it's serious they fall down and they don't do anything or don't say anything then it's serious you know it's serious right but when they're crying like okay it's probably okay um and obviously like if my son fell over and split his lip or whatever and he like that that's he hasn't split his lip ever but what he has done is he's fallen down and there's been blood coming out of his mouth because he's bitten down as he's fallen down and just bit his lip right so i've definitely had that i think what it is is when they have a cough or a cold or any sort of like infection you kind of you always think the worst right you always think like, ah, oh, it could be this, it could be that or whatever. Whereas if you've seen them just do something a little bit dumb or a little bit clumsy where they fall down or do whatever, you're like, oh, come on, you're okay. Don't worry, it's okay. Um, so I think that's it. You know that falling down is not going to escalate into them getting like mumps or like, you know, whatever, right? Um, <laughs> or going into hospital. Like, no, very rarely will you go into hospital by falling down in your own home. Whereas obviously if it's an infection or you know hepatitis or whatever, I don't know. Like obviously that they, they can. Um so I think I think it comes down to that. The whole manning up thing, I try like I try really hard not to do that. And it's funny that you bring that up because I've been thinking about that a lot recently. Um because my son is gravitating towards my my wife, like his mum, a lot at the moment. Uh and accidentally i've kind of become more of a disciplinarian with him with it a little bit um and i think that kind of echoes what you're going through right which is when they fall over or do something stupid or are not around aware of their surroundings like it's frustrating but they're crying but you want to make them feel better but you know the fourth or fifth time that it happens because they're not paying attention to their surroundings like you know yeah i think you kind of need to be a bit more Not strict, but you need to be a bit more like, hey, come on, man. You know, this is like the fourth time today. You can do whatever. Um, (laughs) like I caught I caught myself saying to my son yesterday, like, uh, because we, you know, all parents are experiencing this at the moment, right? Where kids are indoors all the time. You know, it's easy to like for them to be in front of a TV or tablet or whatever. And then when you're like, hey, we should go outside and go do stuff, they're like, Absolutely not. What are you talking about? I'm warm uh i'm being fed and i'm watching whatever i'm i just want to stay here and do this uh and yesterday like the ninth time i asked him to you know to if i could put clothes on him so we could go outside he just started crying started freaking out and starting you know uh, like flailing arms like back in the air like you know total paddy total tantrum um and i was like come on man like that's not gonna help Like I'm, I'm just gonna. So I grabbed a book and I just waited. I was like, cool. You do your thing. When you're done, you're still gonna put your clothes on. We're still gonna go outside. We're still gonna do whatever. Um, And that's the equivalent of manning up thing, right? It's like saying, you know, look, what you're doing is not going to impact me. It's not going to affect me. We're just going to do whatever. Um, And it's, you know, like I, I feel it. I feel like the, the, the blood boiling a little bit, and the, you know. And I think as a parent, and it's hard, right? It's not easy, but you have to take yourself out of that. You have to like, you know, just be always be the calmest guy in the room, like don't negotiate with terrorists, kind of thing, right? <laughs> like, like, you have to be the you have to be the calmest guy in the room all the time. Um, I, I don't. I yeah. mean,
0: I don't think. Um, I just want to say the the you know because that's what you hear, but I don't think I ever said man up or you know. Boys don't cry or be more of a man because I don't think and that's not a thing that I do or say. But yeah, I think that th- what I was trying to get is like he he hit himself because he wasn't paying attention. And yeah, I think I say pay attention and concentrate at least a hundred times a day. So it's when he hits himself because he's not paying attention. Like, I'm I'm mad, right? But then he starts crying, and I think yeah. what I wanted to say was like you know i'm not your mom i'm not gonna be like oh are you okay i no, not no, not, yeah. not, not here right It's like man i've been telling you like and it's funny that we're talking about this because um <laughs> uh i was talking to my friend uh the one that owns fat burger I, I do social media for her and i need uh you know it's super bowl tomorrow if you uh if you already pass it's fine but we're recording on saturday so We're doing all these promotions because in one of her restaurants, she serves uh, uh, chicken wings. So we are doing these promotions for people to buy chicken wings. And uh, uh, (laughs) I did something. And for the first time, she said, oh, I talked to my managers. Can you switch this? And I'm like, sure. And then (laughs) uh, uh, what else? And then I told her, oh, just give me a second. Uh, Let me just uh, beat my son up and i'll continue to do that and she's like what and then i sent her a picture uh of us playing um a mario kart so basically because yeah. i was going to beat him in, in mario kart but i just wanted to see her reaction by like wait you don't you don't hit your kids and i'm like yeah i don't hit my kids but i just wanted her to i just wanted to say i'm going to beat my son up which yeah, yeah. it was in mario because we were about to uh, play mario kart and then I told her how like he's my son is really a good boy, and he doesn't really get in trouble, and when he gets in trouble is, for what I always talk about here it's just in stupid stuff, like yeah. like I get super mad when when I tell him to pay attention, pay attention, and he spills the drink three times in a row when I already told him after the first time to concentrate concentrate, or like I tell him not to be behind me right here in the chair because for his own uh, protection or don't be in the kitchen because we don't know you're behind us. And what if we have hot stuff? So that's things that it boils me. It's like, I'm doing it for your own fucking protection. Right. It's like, ah, and that's when he will get in trouble. And also like, if I'm telling him like, pay attention, he hurts himself. Eh. Okay. I I guess you're right in a way that you're going to be okay. There's nothing to cry about. Yeah, it's going to heal, and you'll be okay. It's gonna hurt, so okay, ah, whatever. But yeah, like a cough, especially at the moment. Nah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, you, you, we all have stuff that 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 ticks us off about that. Like, it's inevitable, right? Um, I think the whole, you know, obviously your son's a little bit older than mine, right? So it it it's easier for me. Because I'm not weathered by the additional years of parenting yet, <laughs> um, but I, way, I will be soon. Um, yeah, I think it's it's uh, it's it, to me like it reminds me of the Matrix thing, right? Which is when this is totally geeky, but whatever uh, <laughs> is when Neo walks into the um, into the 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 room with the vase with the Oracle or the vase, and uh, she says uh oh don't worry about the vase and he goes oh what vase and he walks into the vase and then smashes the vase and he's like oh i'm sorry And she says don't worry i already said don't worry about it and she goes what's really going to break your noodle later is would you have broken the vase if i didn't say anything and i think that's kind of that's the thing with parenting that i think about a lot right because it's you know i we're going through potty training at the moment and we're constantly telling my son like you need to go to potty you sure you need to go potty i'm going to potty do you want to come potty with me you don't have to go pee pee you don't have to go poo poo but you can just sit on the potty for a bit and um, we we notice that the and obviously every kid's different right but we we notice that the more what you say you know hey you might wet yourself if you don't come or, or you might you know poop your pants or whatever that's when he does it but if you don't mention it if you say just say to him hey do you want to come sit on the potty for a few minutes and then and then we can go back to playing he's like yeah okay because it's just about framing it. So maybe it's like, you know, maybe if he said to, rather than just saying, you know, constantly, "Hey, concentrate. Hey, do this. Hey, do that." See how he does by just not doing anything, which is not saying anything. And obviously, if he if he falls over and 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 hurts himself more, uh, I'm sorry, Um <laughs> uh, but he might not. I just it's it's really difficult, right? Like parenting is just frigging trial and error, man. Like, absolutely, Ugh, so hard. <laughs> it's so hard
0: and, uh, and how do you feeling about being the third wheel now
1: yeah it's tricky it's tricky um, so what you predicted would happen uh, with my son and that he'd gravitate towards his mum uh, and wants his mum at all times and doesn't really want me some days is totally happening it's really hard uh, you know there's even times Jesus like, earlier in this week it happened uh, where he was making noises in the middle of the night, it would have been three thirty, four o'clock. Wife is still asleep. I hear him. So I go in. He's he's crying a little bit. I'm like, hey, ma'am, are you okay? And he's like, not you, mummy. Like, oh, <laughs> thanks. I'm going to go back to sleep and wake up my wife so that two people in this house are then going to be really upset with me um so yeah so that happens he's he's being you know he's 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 three now so he's starting to play us off each other a little bit which is totally normal you know like you know not necessarily like mummy said i could have a biscuit and then mummy didn't or anything like that it's more just like you know like that example that i raised of uh me saying you know let's go out we need to go outside and him just having a patty. like before then he was like you know mommy daddy's trying to make me go outside i don't want to go outside <laughs> you know like uh but yeah we just we just had to pass with it like it's it's totally worth saying like me and jose we're, we're not you know we we're not professionals in child psychology or anything like that we're just trying to make our way and just trying to figure this out um but yeah it's it's you know parenting's really hard um i think we're starting to see like the 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 period of you know when they're one to two and everything's new and everything's fancy and they'll kind of do whatever you want almost um because they're excited about the world kind of fading a little bit and more of the toddler i don't have to do that why i don't have to be in a potty or like i want to eat chocolate all the time who the hell are you to tell me that i can't <laughs> eat chocolate all the time you know it's that phase coming in now so it's it's quite difficult yeah. but it's fine
0: wait until you start saying because i said so And I guess that's (laughs) that's not a a, a right thing to say. You just got to, well, we just learned instead of saying why, because we said so, we just had to explain him why he has to do it. But the whole point is because we said so. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, man, wait until you say to your son, look, I don't care if I'm the bad guy. This is for your own good. Whether your mom agrees or not, you're going to do it. So yeah. it has it has been here where like, cause you know it's the mommy and and son love like, he gets in trouble here when he's waiting for his mom outside the bathroom like yeah and I'm like why are you Nuh-uh. and I'm like if she's not going to tell you to walk away and go play I am so Nuh-uh. go what are you doing what you? it's that's my thing. It's like whenever I go he like looks around like oh shit what did I do I go and that's the joke now if I do something bad like me everybody's like (laughs) (laughs) that's
1: amazing my thing is so we used to use timers a lot like these little egg timers like sand timers so be like hey you're gonna stop doing this because you need to do this here's like a two minute sand timer and then when it goes down I'll go get it but now he's like he he loses his mind when you mention countdowns, <laughs> timers, ten, nine, eight, seven, six, whatever. He just he hates it. So we, we have to kind of stop doing it. So we just gotta figure out something else in the arsenal. Like it's you know
0: I start doing this, look, okay, and I'm I'm look I'm raising my hand, it's just called cool. five.
1: Oh, <laughs> gotta try something man yeah it's 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 just weird psychological battles all the time but it's cool it's it's what parenting is i'm told so
0: it's okay i mean everything will be okay if you guys ever have a girl (laughs) (laughs) all right before we go do you have any shout outs any goodbyes any hellos to anybody
1: uh massive thank you to you Jose and family as always you keep me saying thank you so much for doing this podcast I always look forward to doing it with you um special shout out to my mate Kieran um he he has a newborn and him and his lovely uh partner Sarah are, are, are doing really well at the moment so much love to them um and what else uh a uh, massive love to my nieces and nephews as well who i played rocket league with for the first time <laughs> remotely this week and it was some of the most fun i've had for a long time so yeah um just lots of uh love to those guys and thank you so much for listening
0: i actually want to give a big shout out to uh our listeners and to whoever has been uh going to drink hairless.com and use my code De La roca i actually truly appreciate it not only because you're um Helping this podcast, but <laughs> I got the chance to tell them to send me more beer, and they did. So, I truly was drinking this beer today, and I will drink some beer tomorrow during the Super Bowl. And I have uh, to um, to drink for the whole month, uh, at least one for the whole month. And that's thanks to you who are uh, actually using the code de la roca that is D-E-L-A-R-O-C-A, and helping this podcast and helping me uh, get delicious beer. So, if you guys wanna go check it out uh, check them out, drink uh, hairless. Yeah, drinkhairless.com, drinkhairless.com and use my promo code Roca. It helps a lot and it's just it's just nice to see that this weird Guatemalan is actually uh, making sales instead of those um, hot chicks on Instagram. <laughs> I felt bad, I was like, oh man, those hot chicks on Instagram are gonna make it a killer, I'm not gonna sell anything. And it's thanks to you guys that I'm actually are and um, i'm getting beer so there you go uh until next time my name is jose jose de la roca you have been listening to dad without a dad before we go (laughs) the best (laughs) Uh, my name is jose jose roca thank you